So thank you for coming on today. Our guest today is Zeke Corley. How you pronounce it? it? Corley? It. Yeah, exactly. Zeke Corley uh, from yourinsuranceplace.com, an independent insurance brokerage that provides both business and personal solutions. That's I wrote right. that. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah, good. Yeah. I can go more in depth, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take the introduction. I appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for sitting down with us. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think the most interesting thing that we usually like to talk about is the background of the guests that come in, what their story is, how did they get to where they are today? So, so what's your story? You know, the story is long. I'm, <laughs> I'm an old man now, so I've got a long, long story. But just before I got back into the business, my dad started this business back in 1977. So before I got back into the business, I used to work with a uh, telecommunications company. I don't know if you're old enough to remember Singular Wireless. I remember uh, Singular. But, but I worked with a, a dealer for Singular, came down from the Bay Area, and they eventually I rose to being the uh, regional vice president there. 43 locations, 300 employees. I taught a lot of sales, uh, a lot of sales training. So mm. that's kind of the background. Uh, before I got back into the family business, my dad coerced me back in <laughs> and I brought a lot of experience, but there is still, you know, the difference between owning your own business and, and working for a large corporation like that. So I learned a lot, but there is so much more to, you know, having the, being in this family business. Did, did you go to school for the, for anything in particular? Oh, I went to school for communications. As a matter hmm. of fact, at San Jose State, I was a disc jockey. So uh, I was cool. on the radio for a good five years, and that's why sometimes I accidentally get into my radio voice. Yes. Yeah. But Hopefully uh, you'll accidentally <laughs> switch into that a couple times. Well, <laughs> it was 90.5 FM, KSJS, San Jose. <laughs> You're good at this. When I got back into the family business, you know, we put some of those tools back into what we do now, and, you know, we're, we're moving along. So what... We do, though, commercial and business insurance. Um, I'm sorry, business and personal insurance. Mm. We, you know, we do write the homes and autos for a lot of our business clients, but we really specialize in that business insurance, mm. liability, professional liability, general liability, workers' comp, errors and emissions. All the line. fun yeah. stuff that yeah. everyone needs yeah. and yeah. no one likes to talk about. That's the one thing about insurance, right? Mm. It's an old old industry mm -hmm. and everybody's pretty much required to have it. Mm -hmm. So there's always some business out there. The question is what differentiates you from another agency? And when you're going to school, did you think that you were going to come out and go into the family business or were you trying to get away from it? I, you never know. You yeah. know, um, it was the in the back business, of the mind. It, the family business is always there, right? Mm -hmm. When I was growing up, I mean, I was in a teen and my dad would have us hand out flyers, you know, do marketing for, for the business. And eventually, you know, when I was, even when I was working with the radio station, I would go into the office and, you know, put on a shirt and tie or something and, and you know, make cold calls or whatever it is that was needed. So mm -hmm. I had some experience and, you know, I kind of got to watch the business growing up. And, you know, even during that time, though, I did see the stress, you know, that w was on him. You know, with the business, he actually went to law school during that. So that was, you know, that's that's a lot. He had a lot on his plate, but he Absolutely. did a great job still, you know, keeping the business going at the mm -hmm. same time. And my mom's involved as well, too. And she got her license and she, you know, does a lot of the accounting. And Truly is a family business. It is a family business. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. 
and radio and insurance probably maybe not much further apart than you can possibly get. I think that's probably about as far apart as you can I'm a pretty well-rounded individual. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So when you're doing insurance, you're, you're doing all this, these types of things for different industries. And Mm -hmm. is it difficult, like having to, you know, work with an agricultural company versus a, a, you know, is is it, is there some creativity to it? Like you have to figure out the different types of things that need to be insured, the different kinds of, yeah. Well, insurance in general, uh, yes, the answer is yes. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a big difference, you know, underwriting wise with each and every industry and, you know, sometimes each and every client, each and every region that they're in and so forth. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the funniest questions that you ask yourself every time a client calls and says, you know, I want you to write my insurance, it's what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. Right. So we start with the worst and then we work our way backwards. So you think about, you know, what if every client that comes in slips and breaks their ankle on, you know, on something? Now yeah. we've got to ensure based on that. Now the question is how many clients are coming in? What does the ground look like? So mm-hmm. now, you know, what are your safeguards versus, you know, how are we protecting ourselves? You know, and that's kind of where the premium comes from. But. I'm sure you have all kinds of stories of worst care scenarios happening. A lot of worst Are you allowed to talk about any of those or is it, you got to keep them all you know, secret? I, you know, there's, there's a lot. Let's just say <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, you know, I wouldn't necessarily be specific, but, you know, there's tree trimmers. Tree mm-hmm. trimmers is a very dangerous industry. And mm-hmm. actually, you know, deaths can come from that. Right. And mm-hmm. the same thing with roofers. You know, there's a lot of danger involved with some of these jobs. And that's why the insurance premiums are a little bit higher. Right. Then you've got, you know, places who, you know, big homes, big, you know, expensive homes, a lot of money, a lot of things inside and a big either a fire or a major theft happens. You know, that's a lot for the insurance. So there is there are many, many different types of claims. Mm. But, you know, what we do is try to mitigate those. Yeah, I mean that's very interesting stuff. Interesting, Just, to well, I mean, interesting to some folks. Well, you know, maybe I'm weird. <laughs> so, as an in, like an insurance broker, mm-hmm. so you don't necessarily work with like an insurance provider. You you work with multiples and and kind of just find is is that how that how does that work? Well, there's agents and there's brokers, right? Right. We're not a captured agent, which would be like your Allstate, State Farm, and so forth, where they can only go to one place, right? Mm-hmm. But we are agents for some carriers, a Hartford and Safeco's and you know, mm-hmm. Liberty Mutual and so forth. But we are also brokers, and the way that you develop these appointments is over time you show insurance carriers that hey we can we can bring you plenty of business we can have a good production with mm-hmm. you and you develop that over time you know that mm-hmm. relationship gets developed over time you got to prove it you know and you know low claims high revenue so forth and what we do basically is you know when you start the business back in 1977 you have plenty of time to gather up so many insurance companies who believe in you who are on your team Mm. And uh, that's, you know, that's what we have. So we have, you know, one of the largest books of business out there because of our relationships with so many different insurance carriers. When we're shopping versus someone else down the street shopping, we may have more access to good quotes. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, you also have that benefit where 
you know, you don't have to go to Allstate. You can go to, you know, a competitor if they have a better rate for that that specific right. need. Yeah. So because the client is who we're most responsible to. Yeah. I mean, that's I think that's how business should be done. That's so. how it should be done. But like I said, with captured agents, you mm-hmm. know, if their only place to go is State Farm, mm-hmm. then they're not going to talk to you about anybody else. They're going to talk to you about what State Farm can do. For is has the the industry changed a lot since was it 1977 you said you know what i mean <laughs> no, like it, i didn't start back then so well, i don't know but you know it's constantly changing i mean you know i first of all with this covid thing a lot's going to change now too right mm-hmm. but you know i'm reminded of 911 mm-hmm. when 911 before 9-11, most insurance policies weren't required to offer terrorism coverage but now if you think about how much damage is done when all of these buildings get knocked down and there's claims, there's deaths, there's so forth, insurance companies could go broke. They could all go bankrupt trying to insure something like that because those are major claims. Sure, the government stepped in and they helped out then, but then they enforced after that. You, must requ- you, mu- you are required to offer terrorism coverage each and every time. And I think that's what's going to happen in the future, too. Communicable diseases were excluded from a lot of insurance policies, whereas now we're going to probably have to offer those in the offer that coverage in the future. Are a lot of people coming in trying to get coverage for things like oh, COVID these days? Yeah. How, how could you not? Right? Yeah. I mean, because so many folks are suffering, so many businesses are suffering and it's unfortunate. You know, some of them are going out of business, but, you know. You know, is there coverage on my policy for business interruption is something that I'm hearing, you know, every other day. Is it common to have coverage 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 for business interruption? Like I said, it wasn't necessarily required to offer before. It may be required to be offered in the future because a pandemic is something that, you know, it only comes around every so so often. And now the insurance companies are alerted to, to having to offer this coverage. But, you know, it's common to have covered at hospitals. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe spas, but it's not necessarily going to be a common coverage at, you know, just your your ordinary restaurant or somewhere else. Right. And some of those are the worst hit right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're they're, you know, very they're they're getting hit hard just for being out of business and not just that. But, you know, they have to cut back. They have you know to have more spacing between each table you know there's, there's not as much money to be made out there mm-hmm. yeah some people i know that work with some restaurants and they you go in and i think they have to operate like 25 percent capacity was right. the was the old yeah. rule and yeah. then now you have to eat outside so if right. you can't figure out an outdoor eating solution yeah like yeah, good luck it's tough it'd be nice to see the city step up and kind of offer up you know sidewalks and streets mm. and parking lots and i think they are a little there. bit because i know i the, the local restaurant belching beaver they basically took over their entire front parking lot which obviously if you were to just follow city ordinances with like you know how much parking does your establishment have well now we have zero right right but you know there's enough public parking and like there's a lot right down the street that has so much parking available and i'm sure that they had to make that that conversation with the city like hey can we can we do something well, I, I love Belgian Beaver, by Me the way. Too. But the, the good thing about them is that they own that building. They, they own that parking lot. So they were able to do that, whereas other businesses mm-hmm. may not have that luxury. That's true. Because, I mean, if you're, if you're trying to put it on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. don't necessarily own the sidewalk. Right, right, but right. I am seeing that more and more, though, which restaurants on sidewalks. which It's is, good. I mean, it's mm-hmm. giving them an opportunity at least to stay in business. At the same time, though, you still got to have some distancing. You know, because the last thing you need is... 
a, a major infection and then everybody traces back to your restaurant. Now we're talking about a whole different lawsuit. Now yes. we're talking about a whole different coverage. Oh, man. <laughs> and if they weren't struggling already. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. Sound like a downer. No, I know. Like <laughs> on the on the on the down note, uh, mm -hmm. what like what kind of challenges do you run into every like you know at your at your business? Well, there are plenty. I mean, you know, right now I'm dealing with you know insuring a lot of wineries. Mm -hmm. I recently got my agribusiness and farm insurance specialist certificate, so I've been working with them a lot. And obviously, they're in the farmlands, and it's getting hot out there, so. There's a potential wildfire coming through, like, you know, has happened in the past few years in, mm -hmm. in various winery areas, including Napa and Sonoma and so forth. Yeah. How is it working with vineyards? Do you get to get, do they give you a tasting every time you come out? Uh, if I ask for it. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I don't mind tasting wine. I don't turn it down. That's for sure. You're a big fan of wine? Absolutely. Wine and tequila. I drink a little bit of water sometimes. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure the number one ingredient of both of those is water. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm good. You're I stay hydrated. Staying hydrated. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, what what are the future plans for the for the business? Are you are you growing it? Are you trying to get more industries? Are you you know just kind of maintaining like trying to keep up? Always more. You know, <laughs> I mean, the good thing about insurance is a residual based business, right? So. You want to continue to, to maintain the clientele that you do have, but at the same time, always be out, you know, trying to meet new clients, you know. So for me, it's very important for us to always be, you know, shaking hands with strangers, you know, bumping elbows nowadays, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> you know, just constantly growing, you know, that's that's the bottom line when it comes to. Uh, us and it, we have two agencies uh, network one insurance and bill corley insurance we just have them under the umbrella of your insurance place.com that's just our branding and how does that work is that something where you just share a website you're sharing is it the agents are also shared how does, how does that all work together yeah yeah we're all in web, one website i mean both agencies are owned by us yeah. Oh, well, that makes it a little more easy. Yeah. A little yeah. simpler. There's no arguing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other types of challenges that come as like working in a family business, like where the the work and the private kind of like mesh a little bit? And... Uh, not as much as it used to be. You know, you know, when I was in my teens, I mean, you know, it's like, Dad, I don't want to talk business anymore, you know. But I I think he's kind of like that now. I mean, he's, he's headed in his direction towards semi-retirement. And, you know, we're in the motorhome driving on a nice little trip and I'm asking him, hey, what do you think about this client? What do you think we can do to write this? Whatever. I mean, he's always down to impart knowledge, but mm -hmm. I think he'd rather just be relaxing and not talking business as much as he used to <laughs> back in the kitchen. I mean, that's, and it's also an interesting thing because it's like, hey, family vacation, we're shutting down the whole office, right? Like, because like, if you're, you know, if it's not a family run business and it's everyone's like separately, mm -hmm. one person takes a vacation, it probably doesn't shut down all your operations. Whereas, you know, in a family owned business, f family vacation kind of takes everyone out. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're workaholics, man. It's the business is always going, you know, keep the phone nearby. The emails are going, um, you know, we can work remotely. We, ne we never stop working. Never stop working. No, no. I mean, there's there's good freedom. You know, that's one of the things about owning your own business. Right. Mm -hmm. There's good freedom to be able to step away and, you know, whenever you, you want to. But at the same time, you know that if the business folds, it's your fault as well. Right. So mm. there's a responsibility responsibility there at all times. Right. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And so if someone needed some insurance and wanted to reach out to you, 
how would you recommend they they do that? Uh, they can always reach through the site. You know, sometimes you can actually get quotes, put in some information at yourinsuranceplace.com. At the same time, you could always just email me or give me a call or stop by the world famous film hub. Yes, the film hub here in Vista, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that's pretty much it for today. So if you have been, is there anything else that you wanted to uh, go over or tell, tell the listeners today? No, no. I mean, you know, we're actually, I will say this, we're starting a podcast and it, it's not necessarily just, you know, from your insurance place. It, it's actually something that I've always wanted to do. And uh, I think now's a good time to do it. So we will be broadcasting as well from the world famous film hub in Vista, California. But your set may look a little similar. Yeah, yeah. But same business, different day podcast. And they can just look out for that. That's beautiful. Yeah. We'll be talking a lot about entrepreneurship and, and really trying to inspire young folks to own their own businesses as well. That's beautiful. Yeah. I think entrepreneurship is what makes America great. Like it's like, the, it's our backbone. Yes. It's, it's like that spirit, right? Sure. Sure. Like I said, there's a lot of freedom to be gained, you know, from doing it. But at the same time, there, there's a lot of pressure on you, but you've got to understand the minds of people who do own businesses and what they go through on a daily basis. And, and that kind of help you help inspire you that, you know, you're no different than them. There are plenty of people out there making plenty of money owning their own business and they just had an idea and ran with it. It's good to have experience again, you know, as an employee, but there's nothing like having your own and being a part of this, uh, this society. Do you have any uh, advice for someone who wants to start their own business? Any kind of, uh, I was like, I mean, it's obviously there's the, the benefits from it, mm -hmm. but I mean, I think the, the hardest part that I've seen is people actually, I mean, cause you, you have the ideas, but like, I think there's like that self doubt, and like a little bit of like fear of failure and things like that. So, sure. so do you have any advice for people that are looking to start well, their business? Like I say, listen to the podcast because you'll be able to kind of crack open the mind of a lot of business owners and realize that you're not any different than them. You know, uh, we all have our ideas, we have our dreams, and we'll talk a lot about you know the planning that those folks did in order to to move forward with their business. Right? I mean, because that's important. Right. You got you got to understand how your dream can become fruition. You got to understand how to lay it out, outline it. You've got to understand how to look at your competition and explore how to market, which I know that's that's, that's a big deal for you. I don't know. if uh, Do you know anyone who does any marketing? I think I do. And, and they should definitely contact you for that, as, as I will as well. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all, man. I mean, you know, I, I'd love for for your folks, your listeners to uh, check out our podcast as well. Same yeah. business, different day. Yeah, I'll have the same business, different day. Maybe I'll try to hop on yours. Yeah. Yeah. You're more than welcome. <laughs> we'll trade off. Yeah. More than welcome. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for stopping by no and, problem, take, and sitting down me. with us. And yeah. I, it's yourinsuranceplace.com. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you.